Hello friends, Passing Dimes is over the moon to announce our new partnership with Betstamp. Betstamp is a mobile app in the sports betting space that shows you the odds from every sports book in one spot. Say you're like me and you find it more engaging to put $20 down on your favorite team. With Betstamp, you can compare the best available odds at one sports book versus the worst odds at another sports book all in one spot. Go to the App Store today and download Betstamp for free and use code DIMES. That's D-I-M-E-S. For more information or to learn more about Betstamp education sessions, where you can get an edge in online sports betting, message Passing Dimes on Instagram or Facebook accounts. Stay excellent, friends. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, welcome back to the show. And once again... Week after week, Josh Nickel, you continue to outdo yourself. I cannot believe this. You are on a hot streak, and it deserves to be noted. Comment down below, let Josh know you appreciate his hot streak right now, because Josh has secured another top-tier guest. So please welcome world champion, Commonwealth Games gold medalist, possibly the best volleyball player this country has ever seen. It's Sarah Pavin. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Again, how you doing? I'm great. Honestly, I just feel like Josh saw me walk into Downsview Monday and he was like, let's ask her. Well, now, Garrett, we covered on our last episode. I'm no longer scared to death of Sarah Pavin. So her and I, we can at least say good morning. Now I can acknowledge her. But Garrett, I had to acknowledge that we had like an accidental streak going of Olympians on the show. And I told Sarah we wanted to keep it going. So really, the list of invites is limited to Olympians until we break the streak. Yeah, so now we have to have only Olympians on the show. From now on, it's this is Olympian show, and from two guys who aren't Olympians. So, I mean, yeah. thank you for blessing us with your presence, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Um, so let's jump right into it because uh, we had you on a, another episode a while ago. I think it was back earlier this year. Um, check that one out if you haven't already. We talked about some cool stuff, but. There were a few tournaments, you jumped in, and you got a big win, and this needs to be, I mean, we can't get used to this, the winning thing, like, it's not normal for us, Sarah, so we gotta give you a little thanks, a little bit of praise, I mean, gold medal at the Commonwealth Games, congratulations, I mean, what an awesome performance, mad respect, Uh, I know a tournament that's like, I don't know what the quality there is like, but you go out there and get a win, I mean, just tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, the, uh... (laughs) The level of competition top to bottom might not be, you know, the Olympics. But, um, you know, by the end, you have some quality teams there. Australia, silver medal in in Tokyo. So, legit. Um, So, I mean, to win that tournament, you have to come up with with at least a couple big games. But it's – I love Commonwealth Games. They're so fun Um, getting to see – you know, countries and athletes that we don't get to compete against regularly and just the like inclusive nature of the games, like people are excited to be there and it's like such an amazing experience and I will go to the next ones if they let me. I love it. Well, I mean, you heard it here first that Sarah Bavin's looking to go to the next one if they'll let, I mean, we would let you Sarah. Let me go. Yeah, I mean, we would let you. I would say it's not up to us. I don't. Well, Josh, is it up Josh. to you in any way? Can you guarantee, Sarah, that we can get her to the next one? Well, this one's super valuation friendly. It's it's in results by a certain date, but uh, that's exciting, Garrett. Where Are I you think kidding me? Call... You're not going to give Sarah well, having the lifetime. Me, Garrett, but... You get you should get a lifetime gimme yeah. into the Commonwealth Games. Thank no, I, I agree. Thanks, but it is Garrett. exciting that the the pessimists <laughs> say like, oh, it's Commonwealth Games, it's a lower level tournament. But Sarah's won this event twice now and wants to go to a third, Garrett. Like she wants to keep going to this where other people are like, oh, you know, it's Commonwealth Games. You're playing, I don't know, Vanuatu and and other people. But uh, it sounds. And like I'm sorry, event. Vanuatu would. Can you swear on the show? <laughs> yes. Kick the shit out of most teams. Like they're legit. I don't know if any of you watch Vanuatu. Don't we sleep can add on them. To they the are. Rivalry list with Tunisia, Garrett. That's. Uh... Well, no, but seriously, okay. though, they are good. Yeah, I mean, they're good, but I don't know if they're Tunisia level yet in terms of the rivalry, okay? So let's just hold our horses there. But, I mean, back when we, Josh and I were talking about you guys heading down there and going away, I mean, we predicted that you were going to win. I mean, we got to oh, give thanks. us some credit here. I mean, we called it. I mean, it was an easy call to make. I mean, not, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a prediction by us, but we were saying back then how funny it was, the different events that were like a bunch of weird events 
in the games. I'm curious if like at the village or like walking around, did you ever interact with anybody who's there for like one of the weird sports that like you wouldn't expect to be at a games? So the lawn bowlers are all retirees, I would say. <laughs> um, no, I'm not Opening kidding. Opening ceremonies. <laughs> Sarah Pavin's out there with the old folks on the lawn bowling team. Well, I, I will also admit I am on the very old end of the spectrum. Like you got some, there are very young people there, but compared to the lawn bowlers, I could be their child. They are quite <laughs> old. Um, really. And you know what sport I really loved? Three on three basketball. It yes. was so much fun. I don't know if any of you ever went to Ontario place back in the day when yes. they ran those three on three tournaments. Absolutely. That like defined my summers and my childhood. I was like hanging out there watching. It was amazing. That's um, awesome. So you're saying sports? Josh and I have the physical stature and the athleticism to be lawn bowlers then is what we're saying. You're a couple decades too young, but <sighs> you for sure, yeah, you should get Canada. I don't think Canada sent a team, so you should get that started. Here, we have a shot, and when Sarah switches to lawn bowling and goes to her ninth Commonwealth Games, we can make our Commonwealth <laughs> Games debut, and she can give us the ropes of what it's all about. <laughs> yes, what I'm sir. hoping is that they'll introduce pickleball eventually, and then I'll just like be able to go forever. Hey, mixed doubles pickleball, you and me, Sarah. I'm in. Yes. I've, my dad, my biological father just got a court in his backyard. I'm dominant. I'm the I'm the May residence champ currently right now, Josh. Okay, so, well, I'll come and play with you because I'm obsessed. That is awesome. Pickleball. So Sarah Pavin is gonna not going to retire from beach, but just not going to be no longer let to go to the tournament. <laughs> so just going to pivot sports and go in pickleball and lawn bowling, Josh. So yes. I don't, do you have any influence there? Probably not. You You're not even a big shooter, are you? No, I don't say in Commonwealth Games at all. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Josh well, that's awesome. Go, I mean, congrats. Um, that That's a, I mean, big win for Canada. I don't know. Yeah. Gosh. It, this, it's not normal. Like, this is not we, historically normal. Also, I just have to say, we kind of had to redeem ourselves after the quarterfinal of the Olympics against Australia. So, it was, there was some baggage there. For I sure. mean, you you didn't have to. But you did, which is awesome. Mentally, I think I had to, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> glad you did because it would be tough having you on this show after not having done that. It's True. like, hey, how'd your year go, Sarah? <clears throat> Yikes. Same as last year. Yeah, but a big win. Big win. Thank <laughs> we you. <got> a big win. <laughs> we got Thank a big you. win. Okay, so I'm curious. I think everybody's curious. We're, like, what's next for you, Sarah? I mean, we... You know, to set the table on this show, Sarah, I don't know if you've listened, but Josh and I have been speculating a lot. There's been a lot of circulation. I know maybe you don't want to disclose everything right away, but just curious what your mindset is. What are we looking for? What can we, the fans, as fans of yours, what can we expect from Sarah Pavin? I'm curious. What was your speculation? Well, uh... Yeah, Josh. I don't know. Do you, should you? Or we, is it a we, secret? Do you, do you think I'm going to get no, upset? No, I think we're just a little she, embarrassed about our anyways, predictions. But, you uh, thought I was going to retire, didn't you? Well, it may have got as ridiculous as we were just speculating who was going to go to the Olympics, and I think somebody on this call picked Megan and Nicole to be Canada too at the next Olympics. So I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you mean somebody on this call, Josh? <laughs> Let's not name me. any names. But there were a few people on this Aaron. call who might have predicted that, gone out on a limb and done a wild prediction. So tell us why we're wrong, Sarah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're wrong. Um, I can't. Uh, I don't have a crystal ball. Right. And so maybe you might be right. Nah. Um, well, but we're not confident. <laughs> um, I am actually going to be playing with Sophie Bukovic. Oh my gosh. Is this breaking news, Sarah? We're breaking news on the show. Is here. it? I think by the I time know. this comes out, it won't be breaking news, but at the time we're recording this, I think it's breaking news. Wait. Yes. What? Yes. You two knew this and you're leaving me in the dark and prep for this show? Josh, did you know? 
Uh, I had a sense. I mean, you guys have been You sneaky guy, Josh. You're coming on here sandbagging me on the episode. I mean, sorry. Congrats, Sarah. I mean, that's awesome. You Thank and Sophie. You. Congrats on the partnership. We'll come back Surprise to that before. Josh, you got to explain your freaking self, man. I can't Jeez. be at the mole looking at, at, at Downs. You're texting Garrett every five minutes. Hey, Garrett, did you see this? Well, what are you doing there if it's not for that? <laughs> you know, if you're not going to give me the direct Sarah Pavin dirt, what are you doing there even? <laughs> I'm at work. No, work. Come on, work. Here we have work. This is your job. Anyway, Sarah, I mean, that's awesome to hear. Okay, so you and Sophie pairing up. Okay, so this is new to me. I wasn't even expecting. I didn't write this down on my notes. You've you've shocked me. So, I mean. We're going off script now. Yeah. Congrats, yes. though. I mean, Thanks. partnering up with Sophie, I guess you're feeling confident then. I mean, yes. <laughs> Who's I don't, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm very excited, honestly. Um, I think, you know, Sophie has a huge upside. She, I mean, I told her I was, I was really interested actually when she made the switch to defender and I was curious how it was going to go. And, and she showed a ton of improvement and growth over the season. And so I, I'm excited about this partnership. I think that together we we have the opportunity to do some really cool stuff and yeah i'm this is honestly the best case scenario for me personally um and the yeah the dream for paris is is still alive okay well gosh congrats just the sheer assault of two balls in my mind is just coming like big lefty on the right side is Sophie on the left side. Just I like a, a threat from everywhere. Gosh, I mean, and I'm sure that silver medal at the world championships also maybe helped to uh, up the confidence there in that switch. eh? Honestly, results aside, I've been watching and observing and she works her ass off. Um, the game is growing. She's a big defender. Um, she's offensive. She's hungry. She wants to be successful. She wants to win. And she's speaking my language. So I think we are both incredibly motivated to do big things. Well, that's awesome. Great to hear. Gosh. So, Josh, I'm doing some math in my head. Okay, I'm extrapolating, looking looking ahead. So, I mean, I think the obvious outcome then is that there's a partner switch. Our three teams in the hunt are going to be Sarah and Sophie, the McNamara twins. And, I mean, I don't know, but I got to assume that Mel and Brandy are going to partner up. So, those, you're going to have to go, go head-to-head against each other, I assume, at, at some point, or got to outduel each other, right? Like, that's... That's the path forward, I got to assume, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess Mel and Brandy haven't really come out and said anything, but you, I mean, yeah. I think your thought process makes sense. Well, um, Mel could pull a Garrett May and just fade into the into the disc. I mean, I don't want to like the. <laughs> You know, good players tend to just do, just not tell anyone and just stop playing. I don't know, Josh. It's not, there's not, pre- there's precedent for it. I mean, not, not ones that are best, you know. So, gosh, there's so much pressure in this situation with all these teams, Josh. We've never been this good. I mean, two of the teams are immediately into the Elite 16, which definitely helps the point situation. Oh, yeah. um, so, there's that. Uh, Gosh. Yeah, the way that the tour is laid out, being in that top tier of tournaments definitely gives you an advantage. And so, yeah, we're going to try to take advantage of that starting out in that position, I guess. I need to immediately, one week after making a bold prediction, immediately rescind, Josh. Like, how... uh, like, are you are you kidding me? Like, what? what? You're like, what a terrible... What a couple of dumbasses we are. Only no, a week later you, to be I mean, what you said on. makes... I mean, your thought process was sound. 
I, you um, know what? I didn't think, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think that Brandy and Sophie would split. But I underestimated just the sheer allure of playing with Sarah F. and Pavin. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be known. I completely sat back and just let everything unfold. Right. But if it were me and I'm looking over, I'm going, hmm, <laughs> Sarah's, Sarah's over there. Maybe I, I should just go see what's going on over there. Um, that might be a question you should have for Sophie of, of oh, how everything happened. If we had um, her on, I'm grilling her. <laughs> I don't know if that's my, my, uh, place to explain how. Yeah, for sure. You know, everything has fallen into place, but, uh, I am winning in this situation. I, I'm taking it and I'm running you. with it. Gosh, Josh, <laughs> man, you know, what? just goes to show you how little you and I really know about High I'm performance just excited for this to happen, Garrett. I'm not upset about my predictions because really, I just wanted to pick something other than you. I just wanted to go against you, so I'm not even mad about my predictions. This We're both good. losers in this situation, Josh. Like, what are you talking I about? I was going to say, I feel like the perception. We're good. I feel like the perception out there is that Sarah wanted to retire. You people should know better by now. I no, will hey. never go away. Hey, don't you people us, away. Sarah. We never no, doubted you. I'm talking to your viewers and listeners oh, out there. Yeah. All of you, you. guessed, <laughs> oh, they're splitting because Sarah's retiring. No. Who said that? I am never going away. <laughs> Who said that? Comment down below right now. Explain yourself. I've you actually gotten wrong. a ton of messages from people being like, no, don't retire. And I was like, who said anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, that, that, you know, I didn't get those messages, Sarah. So, I mean, what would you, would you, would you rather, would you rather like nobody's messaging you be like, just assume you're done or be like, Hey, you know, like don't, don't retire. But I want to be like, why is that the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> like, oh, she's had enough. She's washed up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm like wow thank you okay it's about time her, sarah like, i started watching lawn bowling at commonwealth just one commonwealth on. game it, yeah just one commonwealth i think you've had enough okay i think it's time for you to just move along <laughs> everyone's already so used to us being so good that they're like oh sarah's retiring it's like what what you, no we gotta stay in this moment as long as possible josh come on well i also got the comment Oh, you clearly don't want to make the push for another Olympics. And I was like, what? <laughs> you clearly don't want to show me any damn respect. <laughs> I'm like, That's okay. harsh. Yeah. On a short quad too. No, we talked about that, Josh. And I will say, we haven't, we haven't always been like 100% pro Sarah. I'll be honest. We haven't been anti, but we've never once said Sarah's hanging it up. Like on a short quad, why would you? No, I'm curious. What what were you not pro Sarah about? Well, give me some examples. I'll give you two pretty clear examples from exactly last week. Our predictions. Okay. Our predictions. We. You had me out. We had. Well, did we have? What were your predictions? It's a great question because before we before we throw ourselves under the bus, we should just be clear what our predictions actually were. I think we said, Josh, and we weren't super clear, we probably should have been super clear, is that the splitting of teams would hurt the point situation and that it would give the opportunity for the McNamaras to sneak in. But it seems like that that's actually not, not out of the realm of possibility, but far less likely now, um, given this situation. So we were, we were wrong there. We shouldn't have doubted you, Sarah, is really what, what we shouldn't have done. <laughs> That, we commented okay. on that, and then I was spent sitting hard, and I just said whoever Brandy played with I thought was going to have a good season. I didn't say Brandy and partner, I don't think. I think I fenced that pretty hard, hard Garrett. <laughs> yeah. Then look at Sarah. She's giving you – she's just – for our listeners. It's too late. She's already on the show. She can hang out, but she already gets on the show. <laughs> no, we've never, had a, list, we've never had a guest we hang were, up. We were questionable, maybe, Garrett. Not critical, but questionable is – you, you split up with your partner without a partner in mind. And I think when you watch like the Brazilians or other countries, when they split up, they usually have another partner right away where we split up and it's kind of like, we're going to sit around and speculate on this show for the next two months because we don't know what's happening. I like that you said you split up with your partner. That's, that's interesting. Ooh, interesting. There, okay. There's, there's some behind well, the scenes here, Garrett. 
Yeah, like Josh playing the pronoun game over there. The partnership split, Josh, okay? <laughs> we've, we've talked in the past about this show could morph into a, a relationship building show, but I think it's clear that we're not qualified to do that, John. We're not ready yeah. to take that on. So if you and Sophie ever have any, you know, partnership struggles, don't come on the show. I mean, it's not going to be helpful. <laughs> not that you're going to, but gosh, Josh and I have our own struggles to deal with. Who was telling us? Heather was chirping us, wasn't she? Somebody was chirping us and it didn't, it didn't feel good. Are you trying to throw someone else out of the bus to save us right now? Is that what <laughs> yes, clearly, Josh. What do you? Why do you give well, up the game so Pierce early? And Nolan. Those guys are up to no good. It was probably Pierce and Nolan then. Yeah, absolutely. Those idiots. Um, okay. Anyways, let's quickly move on to a favorite segment so that we can save ourselves here, Josh. But uh, honestly, Sarah, congrats. Good for you. Uh, good luck. Uh, we'll be uh, watching along and, and wishing you well. Um, go out there and dominate for Canada because. Uh, the better we do, the better Josh and I just feel as human beings. So, not to tie your success to our life validation, but they're correlated. It's <laughs> noted. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, let's jump into uh, everybody's favorite. Well, we don't know, actually, but it's my one of my favorite segments. Everybody's favorite segment. Players of the Week and Clowns of the Week. Um, so, I got... I I'm ready to go. This Last week, I struggled. This week, I'm ready to go. So does that mean I should start, Josh, or should I deflect and feel... I don't know how, if they're good or not. You know what? You, you I think start. you're not quite ready, so I'm going to put you on the spot immediately, Josh. Why don't you go first? Are we doing player? Yes. We're... Okay. We always start with the positive, Josh, right? We, okay. We've done this every time. Like, come, come on. We, only like, like how many times do we have to do this before you... Josh, even I knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mine's coming from the indoor side, and indoor preseason gets very uh, boring, Garrett. And I would like to shout out to Trinity Western, who hosts a tournament called the Blue Team Cup. That's right, Garrett and Sarah. Only blue teams are invited to this preseason tournament. That's a very, joke. That's an absolute joke. What? Very exclusive. Only blue teams are invited. So you know it's Ooh, a battle right away. And pushing I would that like aesthetic. From MRU, Lewis Lang and Jacob Van Giel, they beat Trinity and UBC. And MRU is kind of the little brother in Canada West. They're making a big year. They won the Blue Team Cup. And I think the other Blue Team was UBCO. So, like, some three pretty good teams there that MRU, I think they lost to UBCO, but uh, they laid a beat down on UBC and Trinity, usually perennial powerhouses. So, shout out to Lewis Lang and Jacob Van Giel for winning the Blue Team Cup, baby. Wait, like, just two guys? Well, I think they the rest of the Cougars were there, but I mean, it was these two guys mostly. Uh, oh, like calling out two guys specifically for the team's <laughs> result. <laughs> I can't give a, a player of the week to a team. We've done it so many times before. We <laughs> well, give I'm the not going to do it, Garrett. I'm not going to do it. We do it every time. Josh, hold your yep, hold your morals, though. I like it. But rewind, though. They have a tournament called the Blue Team Cup with three teams. Uh, four teams, so Trinity, UBC, MRU, and UBCO. But let's say the Calgary Dinos want to go. No, you can't come because you don't have blue in your uniform. Just wear a blue jersey. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's very exclusive. You don't understand. You're a Western guy. You wouldn't be invited either. Oh, yeah? Well, Western's going to have the purple team cup, and only one team's invited because they're the only <laughs> team who wears purple. Gosh. Heart. Well, purple's close. To you know what? We would never be invited anyways, Josh. Gosh. Oh, congrats to them winning the Blue Team Club. Glad Trinity didn't win their own tournament when it was so exclusive like that. I, I, that sounds good to me. I like that. Or is that vindictive of me? Trinity is having a tough week, it feels like, Garrett. Just a little foreshadowing. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, okay, um, I'll go and we'll give you a little bit more time, uh, Sarah, to be a little bit nice to you after our uh, not so after we didn't have your back fully. Um, so my player of the week is, so Josh, we've been bragging a few weeks how you and I are back in. We're assistant coaching. We're helping indoor teams. I mean, were we bragging? Like, we're not head coaches, so we're actually kind of little shooters like we're not big shooters but we're back in the game um helping out so i've been helping out with uh, douglas college and here in uh, bc and i gotta give my player of the week to jay tremonti who is the head coach of the douglas college men's volleyball team for a big reason it's been great experience so far but not that's not why here's why josh remember all those weeks ago all those months you guys made fun of me for not having a volley metrics login and account i got one <laughs> I'm in, Josh, so you can stick it, buddy. I'm in. I'm part of the club now. Let's go, Jay. Got me on the list, my guy. So you can you know feel it, Josh. Shortcuts? Garrett has entered the chat room. Let's go, my boys. You're working on your filters and your keyboard shortcuts. You just wasting lunch hour watching like three matches. Buddy, 
it's been a week. My keyboard shortcuts are on fire. My comment game, way too many comments immediately by me. I'm just commenting on everything. 30 comments in there. They ask for, yeah, a few comments. Oh, I'm in there like a dirty shirt, Josh. It's a great tool. What have I been doing this whole time, basically? So I'm feeling well, really good about world. that. They threatened to take it away from us on the beach. I throw a tantrum at work. Like, it's just too good. There's no way. Well, you throw tantrums like regularly, so that's not surprising. But the volumetrics I get is like, yes, that's a great tool. The co- you use comments on there? Uh, no, not really. What are you doing? Who do you then? talk to on the comments? I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, you can people on the account, Garrett. What am I going to message like Sarah and be like, hey, good two ball? No, it's a timestamp. So when you're reviewing your own film, you can timestamp with a comment exactly. This is where we start to lose the game. Don't watch the rest. (laughs) We were competitive. Watch this part. This is where it goes south. Like, is that actually one of your comments? It is, isn't it? Yes, of course. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Why are you watching the set to watch the side out back and forth? I don't care about that. We're siding out. Great. Let's watch where we lose it. (laughs) Gotta keep them humble. Or am I volumetricsing wrong? Uh, It's only been a week, Josh, so I'm I'm still pretty Well, no, you have like 15 to 20 dudes to share comments with. Literally, the beach teams all have like their own mini account with their team. So like we'd be just messaging to each other. It's easier to have a meeting with your team. To be honest, I just got my login this year, too. See, hey, the cool that's, kids are coming to the yeah. table now, Josh. You've got two big Josh shooters never joining gave the community. First of all, it's Josh never gave email. me one, just like he won't send me to Commonwealth Games next time. Yeah, and Josh didn't give me one either. Josh, the tables have turned. Last week you brought a friendly guest on. Now you've got a hostile one, and you got to take it, Josh. And I like it. I hope Sarah's clown of the week is Josh because I will support it fully. Uh, okay, so that's my player of the week, Jay. Thank you so much for the volumetric account. I really got to make sure I don't abuse it, so he takes me off. Because I got to be on there. Um, so that's it for me. So, Sarah, over to you, player of the week. Okay. I am going more international. Um, Women's World Championships just ended, and I need to give it to Tiana Boscovic from Serbia. I mean, woman is unstoppable. It is impressive. Everybody in the whole gym knows where the ball is going, top players in the whole world, they can't stop her. She's best player in the world. Best opposite in the world, hands down. She's my girl. That's who gets it for me. I mean, absolutely. Congrats. We love to hear about a dominant player that nobody can stop here on this show. 100%. A bit of a bit of a Sarah Pavan-esque Oh, you're trying to butter me up now because you can feel that I'm like, "Mm." I've been trying to butter you up this entire time and I'm going to continue. Thank you. My lines, though, I gave it to her last week when they beat USA in the semis. Thank you for pronouncing her last name correctly. That was good. I butchered it. But anyways, I said it was a Garrett May like stat line. So now Garrett's trying to say like it was like a Sarah Pavan like performance. Anyways, he's using my stuff. here. Yeah, well, I'm not going to with Sarah Pavan on the call. I'm not going to be like like boosting myself. In front of the world champion, like that, just to, you know, you got to know your audience, right? And then you said it before. I'm not going to say it. So, also, was she the one of the ones wearing the like doing like the the same jersey or the equal jersey campaign thing? Like, did she have a different I think name she on did her jersey in, during VNL? She did that, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Josh. See the trends. I'm pick. I'm not okay. I'm. I'm at least. I didn't watch much of the game. We got full cycle a few times. This is good. Yeah, things are connecting. Yes, connecting trends. Okay, awesome. Well, you know what, guys? The three of us, I think some solid players of the week all around. I got to be honest. I think pretty good. Some high IQ. Now, let's immediately ruin it with our clowns of the week. So, um, who's going to go first? I think I'll go last. So, why don't I throw it over to Josh? So, Garrett, I've picked on these people a few times, but Norseka. So, Garrett, I'm not against this. It was for safety, but there was a hurricane. You don't even need to explain, Josh. Okay, you don't even need to explain. We we just understand. So, hurricane in Nicaragua. So, they start moving matches. They start canceling matches. So, usually, if you lose in the quarters, you play down five, six, seven, eight, whatever. So, they cancel those matches. But Team Canada, Jake and Russ were just awarded fifth, and Liam and Aaron were awarded seventh. And when Liam asked about this, he was like, you canceled the games. Why weren't we all listed as fifth? Apparently, they used a points ratio, Garrett. And here's where it gets tricky is because they had the play down in the bracket 
the two teams who tied for fifth were supposed to play each other, so that's like mathematically not possible for them to both be fifth. And then Liam was supposed to play the other team who also tied for seventh. So this just confirms that Norseka is still making everything up as they go along. And you might say, well, what's the big deal between finishing fifth and seventh? Uh, it's like 30 to 40 points difference based on like you canceled my match and I finished seventh because you made up the reason why. So just Norseka doing Norseka things, Garrett. So they did. They canceled matches, just made an arbitrary decision did it on some math thing and then got the math wrong yes yes so uh so a double <laughs> win and we're just like robbed 40 points <laughs> like a double well they were robbed but also our canadian team was gifted those extra points so you so could say balanced out player of the week norseka for gifting canada some points i mean it's not a guarantee we win those josh so, I mean, hey, like, you know, Norseka giveth and it taketh away, Josh. You got to take both sides of it. I, yeah, I mean, we're going to cancel your match, but it's not a tie. You lost. You don't get to play for it. I mean, if it were me, though, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I did. I absolutely did lose. I entered this tournament, so I've already lost. Um, <laughs> Norseka has gotten some harsh clowns of the week a few times on this show, and I'm sure it will continue. So I always love to hear your Norseka. You didn't get as upset this time, though, Josh. No, there was no big story. It was just uh, Liam asked me how he could fight this, and I was like, you can't fight City Hall. You can't fight Narsika. You can't. You can't do it. They don't you check their do email. It. They barely have a website. How are you supposed to appeal things? You can't do it. You can't even follow the results on the website. You can't. I didn't even know there was a tournament. It's like <laughs> a website from the 90s. <laughs> yes, and I hope it continues to be well into, like, for the rest of life, because that would be awesome. Look back in 30 years, it's still the same site. <laughs> that would be great. Um, okay, Clown of the Week. Sarah, who are you calling out? <sighs> okay, I'm saying this more because it shocked me, and it's probably a very unpopular opinion for Clown of the Week, but whoever was responsible for the partner shakeup in the u.s with kelly clay's dumping betsy flint and taking back sarah hughes that shocked me and i'm like you guys just came you meddled in the last two elite 16s you're like top whatever in the world heading into olympic qualification and you're going to split Hey. Don't present company excluded from those types of things. Um, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. So whoever's responsible for that. Well, I think Josh I is know. very ready to blame it on their dumb development system because that was his clown of the week last week. So, Josh, I, it sounds like you, I can see you Sally going like, yes, any time to chirp USA volleyball, I'm down. I, I don't hate their beach development, Garrett. Their indoor development and how they make up rules and let libero serve is absolutely crazy. But, uh, Sarah and Kelly had a rough breakup, did they not? So I don't know what was said or what was done to make them go back together, but that's an interesting one. To leave your partner you're having results with, to go back with somebody who, like, very publicly did not like each other. Well, Josh, I mean, as in, you know, romantic relationships, you see people break up and get back together and it makes no sense all the time, right? So, I mean, maybe we're seeing some sort of strange love triangle in the beach partnership uh, situation. Um yeah, I don't know. Is everybody jock? I mean, I think we talked about this before a while ago when we first heard maybe that um, you and Mel were going to go different ways was like, it actually is like, there's not a lot keeping teams together right now. Like, you know, the points are structured in such a way that like, you could play more tournaments if you were maybe slightly worse. You could get in, you could like double dip mm -hmm. the tournaments. So like even dropping a few points maybe doesn't hurt you too much. Maybe you're a qualifier in the... In the Elite 16, okay, but maybe then you play a few more challengers or whatever. So, like, really, what's holding teams together? It's not like the prize money's like, you know, like it like it used to be, right? Like, it's got to be down. I mean, it's not like it was, no. Right. So it's like, you know, what's what? Did you take a risk? Okay, if it doesn't work out, you lose a, you know, you lose a bit of money, but it's like you're not, you know, it's not as dra. I don't know that we talked about that a while ago, so. Uh, I mean, maybe it looks silly, but like, yeah, though, to go back to somebody you had a rough time with is interesting. Well, they had a lot of success. Like at USC, they were awesome. I think they had more than one undefeated season and then they went on tour and they did really well. But uh, 
things were said in like interviews about their partner and like it was it was pretty public if you want to go down that rabbit hole you can see why they didn't like each other for a short time well it would be like you josh dumping me to go back with dallas and like i think everybody would just be shocked and uh, and astonished at that so i mean any just burying dallas here to try to protect <laughs> myself I mean, it, it could happen. It could happen. Had we were supposed wait. to actually have our, our first episode of what what was it called? Dishing Butter, I think was going to be our show. But uh, we, we haven't had our first uh, call yet. So. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Clown of the week. We don't know who's responsible, though. So actually, one of our first mystery clowns of the week, Josh, where we actually we throw it out there, but we're not really sure exactly who to point the finger at, but we're it's pointing it in a general direction. It's more than anything. It's just ridiculous. We've had a few of those too, uh, the concept, at which I'm about to throw another mystery concept clown of the week at you all. And we would t- we've talked about this before, Josh. We've talked about the situation. Our senior men's national team, the whole thing there, what's going on, the results. And I don't know if you heard, but it's been announced. I got, a, I got the press releases emailed to me, so hard for me to miss this. So you get the email that Team Canada Men's Volleyball and head coach Ben Josephson are parting ways. So they will no longer be associated. That's a breakup as well. So we're breaking up the men's national team with head coach Ben Josephson. And I got to point a big clown of the week to the whole situation. Again, I don't know who's responsible. So similar to I don't know whose fault it is, but it just doesn't. It's not a good look when we bring in a coach, a Canadian coach, you know, aspiring to be help our team get to the next level, and it doesn't work out after a year, one year, four just months, over a year, maybe four months of in gym time, so probably five or six months of like actual in that chair. But like, I think it was four months of like you get to like train the team and right, and that's that's tough. I mean, with the other guy we had who came in, he's a foreign guy coming in, kind of a professional coach, like different country, maybe culture shock thing. You could say, yeah, we thought this would work, it didn't work. But with a Canadian guy who's kind of a, an up-and-comer. We had all these prospects, all the Canadian coaches online. We, we bring in Ben. You know, people saying, oh, how exciting this is, and he's a great coach, and the Trinity thing, and then it doesn't work out. It's just very disappointing, I think, for uh, for me personally, because I've been talking about it on the show before, but also I think for our country, because we want to be good. We want the men to be good, but uh, I don't think having rolling over coaches is really going to get it done. Yeah, well, it's not even like service level Canadian guy, but a Canadian guy who's won everything, who's developed players to the national team, who has worked at the national team level, like as an assistant role with the women's or a junior national team coach who gets along with the provinces, uh, who when I spoke to him about the beach, like if, uh, let's use your name just because I don't want to say the other athletes, but Garrett Mays at the indoor tryouts, if we know we're not going to take him or he's on the bubble, we're going to give him the option that where you can leave now and make it to the beach tryout on time so you can play for the beach national team. Like we had a good working relationships. Like he checked so many boxes of all the things he was working on. He just coached our junior national team at their competition. So he's like in the development pipeline where, um, yeah, I don't know the full details. I don't think anyone knows. Obviously, it, it sucks seeing somebody that, that you get along with, it, uh, like Ben Joe, to see that he's fired and how that could affect his family. But as far as a professional decision, this doesn't make sense right now with the information we have. Yeah, like it makes you think that something happened. I don't, I don't know. But like, how do you, like, did maybe Ben just decided, you know what, it's not for me. Like, like maybe he got in there and was like, ah, oh, I don't like this. That seems unlikely, though. Right. So seems unlikely. That's best case scenario, but I think it seems very unlikely. Right. So then you have our administration who's kind of looking at it and saying, okay, this isn't working out after the four months. Wasn't it you who was saying like, trust the process, like the development thing you were saying that. And now I'm agreeing with you. Well, I was going to say, Gary, do you feel partially responsible? Because I think you've said they only won two games at VNL about 19 times on the show. So I okay. don't know if you've influenced the audience a little bit. If I influence the situation in any way, in any way, I will feel two things. Incredibly proud, but also sorry, because I'm not trying to make us worse at all. So, so I, I'll take some pride in that, but it also doesn't feel good. I don't think that's the case, Josh. Um yeah, kind of shocking. I mean, I've never been a part of the national indoor team, so I don't know what kind of thing a, a coaching shakeup might have on the team, but I gotta think it's disruptive. <clears throat> I don't know. Their results were pretty bad this year. Yes. <laughs> this isn't like I don't know, maybe an unpopular opinion, but like this isn't this is a performance industry, and if you're gonna come out 
and deliver the worst results that our team has had in recent years, like, what do you expect? I mean, it's a fair point. Like, are we going to approach our national team coach like we do our pro league coaches? Like, you know, come in and win now. Like, make this stuff happen. Show some progress or you're out. Like, is that what it's going to be? But for the national team, we don't really see a lot of other countries doing that. Or do we? Maybe I don't know. I could maybe get on board with this, but on paper, TJ, Gord, Graham. So you take any any team, indoor team in the world, you take away their setter, their P1, and their M1. They're automatically going to get worse. Then you take away that Blair didn't play this summer. He was injured. Shawan didn't play this summer. So now you're down your right side, even though Slater was probably starting. And Arthur Shork was injured for most of it. Steven Marr, I don't think, started the season off like 100%. So any coach in that situation, you're taking away eight of the core guys. I, I think we were behind the eight ball to start, right? And then you add in a new system and new language and new skills. Like, uh, I don't know if results were really at the forefront of their focus based on personnel they had and a new philosophy. I think once you get results, the results will always be in your focus. When you're getting, when you've gotten results, you've clearly established over the last however long that you are developing a culture of excellence that would serve to reason that the younger players have been involved in that culture of excellence, understand what the expectation is, have been involved in the training sessions. Maybe they weren't starting six, but they were part of the team. They know what to to expect so there was turnover for a lot of teams in the world um and i don't know when when the expectation the results have come and then you're getting funding based on the results that you're supposed to be delivering and you're not and you're actually doing pretty bad 17th at worlds not good like but also the teams that you're playing, losing to Turkey, you beat, what, China? It's not like you're losing to France, Brazil, Poland. You're losing to Turkey. Like, in my opinion, for the results that they're expecting, that's unacceptable. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. We but don't it has really nothing know. to do with being a nice guy either. Like, I heard yeah. you say a couple times, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Like... That doesn't like, really matter. <laughs> is your like, point, Josh, well, that he's maybe a victim of circumstance? That like, that Sarah is right. That this attitude of like, no, we need to win now, and we're not winning now, so we got to make a change. And so, is that necessarily not a reflection on Ben's ability, but our situation? Need to win now. Look at the format of VNL. There was what. 15, 16 teams in there and one got relegated. Like if you were ever going to restock your cupboard, this was the year to do it. This was the year to let younger guys play. Uh, There was no expectation. OTP doesn't go a year at a time. Like it's not like their whole funding system is going to go like nothing. It might dip. Like they were supposed to get results they didn't get, but it's not like the, they're not going to be in VNL next year. It's not like their whole program is canceled, right? Like, I, yeah, I think... but then this move doesn't make sense if that's the mentality, right? If the mentality is... That's what is, I'm saying. But that's like, what I'm time. saying. Why yeah, are we that's changing? kind of what I'm saying. If you, if you are approaching it with that attitude of like, oh, well, it's okay. It's a throwaway year. Like you have to look at the teams who are at the top. Would Brazil ever say that? Would France ever say that? No. And so it's like if, if Canada wants to be considered among the upper echelon of volleyball in the world, that attitude needs to change. There are no off years. Like, there's no feeling sorry for yourself for like losing players. It's like you could even say that in beach volleyball, like, oh, we had a shitty season. It's like nobody cares. Be better. And that's that's how the teams at the top stay at the top. They don't care what the reason is. They don't care what the excuses are. They just find a way to win. So you guys are saying it would have been better to just keep Glenn let's beat Cuba again in somewhere in BC and finish fifth at the Olympics. Cause that was the path we were on. We were never going to win a quarterfinal with Glenn system. Glenn got us to the dance and he built a team that was really bad that a lot of people don't remember. We were losing to Puerto Rico at one time, but speed kills and Benjo was trying to install an international system that we can't play that we don't have the depth to. And it was going to take over a year to learn to play at that level. So he took a chance and it didn't work. I'm not saying the results are good. It didn't work but it wasn't going to change overnight. And we were never going to beat Russia, France, Brazil in a quarterfinal at the Olympics. So we're, we're hoping for a dream draw to win a medal, or we were going to do something about it and actually try to compete like something needed to change. Yeah, that's, that's a, I think there's two sides to that, man. 
Because, like, if you're fifth at the Olympics, every Olympics, then you're in the hunt. If you're but, fifth on the beach and you had to win matches to get there, winning fifth in the men's indoor is getting out of pool. Well, I mean, yeah, like, for sure. But I don't, the idea that we would never succeed, like, if we had better players in that same system, you don't think we would win? <clears throat> so where okay, you can argue it from? that way, too. It's like people look at the Elite 16 and beach, you're like, ooh, fifth in the Elite 16, same thing. Ooh, congratulations, you made it out of pool. It's really. Yo, that's a ninth. That's a ninth. Come on. <laughs> No. Well, when not. Sarah makes it out of pool, she wins. She in the wins Elite the pool. 16 so then, in yeah, beach, yeah, okay. if you make it out of your pool, you got fifth. But top and two everybody, get out, right? <clears throat> only the top two get top out. Two if get you out. get out, you get fifth. I gotta Trust get to me, some I've Elite played 16s, in the tournament. <laughs> like, if you get out and you lose, you get fifth. And then everybody's like, "Ooh, amazing result!" Do you want to talk about the Olympics indoor? Twelve teams. The Olympics for beach, twenty-four. You can't even compare them. So yeah, making it out of your pool in indoor in the Olympics is a huge accomplishment because there's 12 teams total that get to go. Do you understand how hard it is to even qualify for the Olympics in indoor? Trust me, I do. I tried three times. And I'm sorry I'm getting fired up, but like this is the reason that Canadian volleyball doesn't progress is because we don't hold people in power accountable. So would you have done the same thing in the situation, Sarah? Yes. We got to make a change. We're not, it's not, go, it's not working. We got to make a yes. move. Yes. After four months, you would can a coach. You can't even say four months because like, then it just becomes a whole, the Brazilian team, the, I'll keep using the same examples. They go and they play pro too. They come together four months. There have been coaching changes around the world. This drop was huge yeah like the brazilian coach that team goes out there and goes two and ten i mean somebody's pissed right but that hasn't been the canadian style and maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a sign of we don't really know do we i'd love to get in there it'd be so interesting to get the details about what's going on in there but we don't really know we can only just watch and see gosh <clears throat> I love you. Sorry, I get up, super passionate about this stuff because it's just like I've been in the system so long, both sides of it. Like literally over 20 years I've been representing our country and it's the same story. And it's like, at what point is like the attitude, the expectation, the accountability going to change? And so, yes, is it maybe harsh only four months? Sure. You can say that, but like, good for you for freaking standing up for once and being like, this result for Volleyball Canada is not good enough because it Let's never happens. Clear on your point here, though, because you said it's incredibly hard to make the Olympics, which means we're winning the Norseka Continental Zone. So you're you're saying let's throw a parade. It's so incredibly hard to get to the Olympics. I don't think I said pool. that. So no, but oh, you're I'd saying it's incredibly hard to get there. So should we celebrate the fifth then? Because we're just happy to be there. Only twelve teams get to go, Sarah. So you guys took a fifth. That's awesome. Or are we going to try to say we're trying to win medals? Is it incredibly hard to participate, or is it incredibly hard to win medals? Both, man. I would say. Right. Like, so Glenn, yeah. Glenn wasn't going to win medals. That was proven. We were not going to finish higher than fifth. Well, the thing about Glenn, though, is he built a program, and over the course of his time there, he showed tremendous improvement and a culture of excellence. So should we fire him all in four of, months when we lost to Puerto Rico? When we lost to Portugal <clears throat> in, in World League? It wasn't VNL at the time. We lost to Portugal? Okay, yes. do we want to talk about where that program started when he got there? So the trajectory of the program over time, they started out here, and it was a slope like this. So... Ben took the program when it was here and immediately went like this. It's a completely opposite path. It was path. here with TJ, Gord, Shawan, all these guys, Graham Bygrass. It wasn't there when Ben Joe got the keys. Okay. I honestly think that you're – if it was a different coach, would you be having the same opinion? Probably. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. Gosh, because <laughs> – I think both things make sense, though. Like, why would we fire someone so early? But also, we have to hold ourselves accountable. 
You know, why did we because get so Because you don't wor- have time. Why did we get so much worse, though? Why did Graham Vigris leave? Why did- That's a good question. Why does Gord Perrin still play pro and not for our national team? Yeah. It's year-round volleyball. It's hard on his body. Maybe he wanted two weeks to go to the cottage because, it, Sarah, maybe you can speak better than this. It feels like they go from pro, they get home, they maybe pack a different bag, and then they go to the national team, right? There's not a lot of off time for, to be an indoor national team member right now. It's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> like. So what's like Irving Ingepeth doing with his life, though? That guy's been around forever. He's playing pro. He's on the national team. He got the MVP or whatever at one of these tournaments, right? For France as they go and get the big win. Am I off there? So like that guy has got to be older than 33, right? So like where are our guys who are the old guard sticking around? Like, you know, how long did a guy like Jiba play? Or, you know, like some of these, you know, how that, that woman you named as player of the week, uh, Sarah, how old is she? 25. That's pretty young. Okay, so I, my, my point doesn't hold <laughs> Okay, there. so the thing is, my opinion on this is that, first of all, a lot of countries are, the way that other countries structure their indoor national team programs is way different than ours. Mm. Our country's so big, so they centralize, and it's mm. really, they don't give a lot of time off, whereas a lot of national team programs in Europe and stuff, they train for two weeks, and then they take a few weeks off, and then they train together for two weeks, they take a few weeks off. Um, again, they're all playing for top teams around the world. So that level of competition and training is their full time, which isn't always the case in Canada, but also it's way easier to travel within France all over the place than it is within Canada. And so the, just the way that they structure their seasons and even playing pro in Europe, it's an easy train to see your family or have your family come see you. You're not traveling across the ocean. So it's really hard as a North American player to maintain that kind of schedule when you are so far from everything all the time. You don't have a pro league in your country. Brazilian players, sure, their country's huge, but they're playing pro in their country. Mm. And so you just you can't compare like European athletes with North American ones because the lifestyles are so different. Yeah, so we gotta find we gotta find what works for Canada. We gotta find the Canadian way, don't we? And uh, I don't know that we've done it. Like I don't know that we have in indoor specifically, like a proven proven thing that's gonna get us medals at the Olympics for developing players to have them play in the top pro leagues and then bringing them home and putting it together to go out and get results on the international scale, right? Like I, I we we don't really have anything established. So I guess I guess maybe. I'm a little bit harsh on Canada going like trying to go with a coach and then making a shift when it when they whoever's making the decision makes the thought that it's not working because we should I mean Josh like we we should have the ability to make that call right maybe it's a good or a bad call but that should be the idea is that like we got a course correct if we feel like things aren't going well. So I guess it's clear that on both sides, there was that decision that was made. I'm not against performance based like at all, but like some of our athletes didn't arrive home until May. So like you can say Benjo had a year. He didn't have a year. The guys were here from like May, June, July, August. Like that's the time they had and guys are coming in after the pro season. Right. And I'm sure some pessimists will say, well, you need an international coach. The international game is too different, but on the women's side, we gave Lupo. It didn't work. We gave Marcello. It didn't work. Tom Black, it was working, and then he had other commitments, and I think some family stuff got in the way. I don't want to speak for him. And now we have a Canadian coach in there, Shannon, doing well, who understands the Canadian system. And on the men's side, we had Stefan Antigua, who is an international quality coach. Like, I was quality, but again, when you're away from your family or your family doesn't move over, like, trouble starts, and then Glenn had to step back in and fix it, right? So it's not as simple as saying we can find some international cat to take this job, because the same thing our pro athletes face that Sarah said about your away from your family you're away from your pro league your other job that's what the coach faces too right so i thought we had a solution in benjo because he was canadian grown he was canadian winning he knew the system really well and then it it got canned so i think there's information here we don't have because it is a little short-sighted if it's based on performance after four months i i think that's harsh i really do i think in in any job i think even nhl coaches get a longer leash than four months nfl coaches maybe are a shorter leash because it's such a condensed season but i think pro coaches even get a longer leash than four months 
Well, that's why we call it Sharp Cuts, because we're making sharp cuts. Comment down below. This is a show. I mean, it's easy to forget this is a show because we're getting into it, man. Gosh, <laughs> just talking with just friends, Garrett. Just talking this is friends. a show. If you're still listening, thank you so much. Comment down below. Was it too short a time or was it valid? we got to perform, move on. I mean, nobody's really going to comment. But comment down below. We want to hear, hear your thoughts. Josh, maybe we should do an Instagram post on this um, and see if we can get some reaction that way and just say, hey, like, what's the consensus out there? But you got to qualify like, did you watch the games or not? Because <laughs> we didn't watch the games. <laughs> well, maybe you did. I didn't watch the games. So I don't know for sure. So, uh, oh, gosh. Love it. You guys. This is this is quality content right here. Should we keep going? Should I stir the pot even more? If you do, I need to get my, my charger on <laughs> my computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're getting near the end. So, Sarah, I don't know how much charge your computer has left, but I did want to chat with you just a little bit at the end here about your YouTube channel because I know I have five uh, percent. So, hmm. shoot, make it quick. <laughs> okay, we better hurry. If Sarah cuts off unexpectedly, everybody, you'll know because we'll just end the show. She abruptly. finally got frustrated enough and said, "F these guys, I'm out." Here. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah put the perfect amount of battery length to cut us off at the exact time. <laughs> But I'm curious because, I don't know, if you haven't gone out there and checked out Sarah's YouTube channel, check it out. Um, I, I mean, I've been lurking you because I'm very jealous because I have my own YouTube channel. And you within, honestly, within like the first month you had your channel, you immediately surpassed me and are just dwarfing me now in terms of views, subscribers, everything, which I get it. You're world champion. You're a big shooter. You're kind of a celebrity in the volleyball world. But I'm just kind of curious, what was the mentality going behind there? What are you looking to do with that channel? And can we maybe collab on some stuff? Because I need to pick up a few subscribers. <laughs> My secret is the anime. Um, <clears throat> if you want subscribers, react to anime. Um, yes, I do that. <laughs> but I get one twentieth the views that you get on it. Because you can write Olympian on your video titles. <laughs> and I cannot. Um, I mean, I could. How's your SEO? Yeah, I got to up the SEO. Yeah, See? I got to up the SEO. Uh but I, yeah, I started it actually because of the pandemic to keep kids and like teach them what they can do at home so that they like stay loving the sport and stuff and don't get discouraged. And then it morphed into that and anime and now it's predominantly anime, but when the show runs its course, I'll go back to volleyball stuff. Um, but yeah, it's so fun. I love my community and yeah, it just keeps growing, so I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. Here's here's Josh, I don't know if you have any context cuz I know you don't watch my channel or probably or Sarah's channel. But uh Sarah and I are both reacting to an anime volleyball show called Haikyuu. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's awesome. It's amazing. Um, Sarah and I both do reactions to that, and we're at about the same point in the show. Really? Yeah. Are you have you seen season 3 episode 4 yet? You're a bit ahead of me then. Um so You're in for a I'm I'm four episodes behind <laughs> you, I guess. But we're so we're close, Josh. So I, I you know like I see Sarah posts come through, and I'll get like a thousand views, maybe seven hundred to a thousand views on a video, and Sarah will get like twenty to thirty thousand on her video, and I'm just like, oh gosh, like she's just it's just so good. Like how do I capture that? You gotta you gotta give me something, Sarah. Well, I've actually learned a lot about YouTube. You just got to make sure regular viewers watch it because then it pushes it. The algorithm pushes it to people's recommended for you page. So you just got to make sure your regular viewers, when you post it, watch it, and then it will get pushed. That's how mine just keeps going everywhere. I don't know. See, see maybe I'm ruining myself with other bad videos that nobody wants to watch. So YouTube's like, ah, we'll you see. You should on this really one. <clears throat> just do all Haikyuu in a row your channel will blow up and then yeah i think that you should just do all haiku till the season's over series I is over i thought about that but that is a great idea josh look at this we're, we're growing we're arguing we're we're calling people out and here we are at the end of the episode well sarah i mean thanks so much for joining us i, I hope you i hope you enjoyed it but uh, it was great to hear your thoughts and I hope we can have you on again because I feel like I said this last time too, but I feel like you're just like you, like you said, you've been at 20 years. Like we're just scratching the surface with the stuff we can uh, kind of chat about and go through with you. So uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me today. I'm sorry if today was a little hostile. 
feel like it kind of went that way. <laughs> no, we started a show called Sharp Cuts and it never it gets intense, ever. It's more of a pillow fight usually. Yeah, we want, that was the point is like, let's get into it. And it just hasn't. So, I mean. Well, I'm always open for a volleyball debate. So hit me up whenever you want. Okay. Well, we'll have to have you and your sister on and actually do a volleyball draft and redo the one we did last time because she was pissed. <laughs> that doesn't shock me. I wonder if she's still mad. She's probably still mad. She's still mad. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that'll do it for this one uh thank you all for listening so much hit us up in the comments below like subscribe share all that great stuff check out sarah's channel um josh thank you for joining us and uh love your rants as always and uh sarah thanks again but that'll do it for this one and we will see you all next time <laughs>